Hello. Hello. <laughs> it is side piece time. I'm Megan. I'm Kara. And this is the Witch's Magic <laughs> Magic Magic Murder and Mystery Podcast. <laughs> this is <laughs> the first recording day we've had since before my vacation, and we have just forgotten how to do everything. Maybe talk. Function. We don't know how any of the equipment works Being anymore. Being normal human beings. Well, we've always struggled in that department. We really have. It's fine. We really have. Um, something vibrated. Huh? See, we don't know. What? My phone's over there. What? So it's not <laughs> what? I think it's my iPad. Okay. <laughs> Did you know that someone on the Facebook group posted a message and she was like, where do I find the side pieces? And I was so confused because I was like, how is she listening to the full episodes and not yeah. the side pieces? And then... It hit me that we don't put the side pieces on YouTube. Yep. And this particular listener, hey, Brittany, only knows us from YouTube. Yeah, which sorry, I never, guys. I just didn't know that was possible. I, I don't know, know why it never occurred to me. I honestly am hardly ever on YouTube unless it's to, like, see tips and tricks on things that I, yeah, like, am like doing job-wise. Yeah, so I just yeah. never thought to, like, look for these I'm things. thrilled to death that they're, yeah, that that's a thing. That's so, so much fun. What I'm going to do is, starting with this side piece, every Tuesday I'll post the side pieces, too. But we're not going to put the video. It'll just be audio only. Yes. Um, but that way you'll be able to listen to it. Yeah. And then we'll also add, gradually, the older side pieces. Mm-hmm. So, eventually, they'll all be up there, too. And yeah. then going forward, they should you should be able to listen to everything you want yeah. on YouTube um, without going through the podcast app if you don't want to. Yes. So, Thank you for bringing that to our attention because I yeah. just ne- would never have had no idea. That. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, today, today we have a mystery. A mystery for your side <laughs> for piece. For my side piece. All right, we've gotten, I think this is so interesting. This may be a longer side piece than usual because I couldn't stop investigating. Can't stop, won't stop. So we got two different messages from listeners about folklore surrounding a mysterious ghost light in their town. Oh my gosh, yes. yes. So there are two different messages from two different people in two different towns. But the same ghost light description. So I dug into it a little. Yeah. The first one is the Saratoga Bragg light. And this one came to us in an email from Kim. Here's her email. Okay. So I'm from Livingston, Texas, a small town in Southeast Texas, Texas. I've recently (laughs) found y'all's podcast and I love it in all caps. All caps. (laughs) I never write into anyone, but thought you all might like this cool mystery from around here. It's in the neighboring town of Saratoga. Legend has it that while they were building the railroad in the town, one of the workers lost his head and still haunts the road with his lantern looking for his head. It's we like call Kentucky's it, Headless Haint. Yes. We call it the Bragg Light. And if you've seen the light, you know how scary it is. It's called the Bragg Light because that's the road it's on. She didn't say that in the email, but I'm just letting you know. They're not bragging, but they but should. But they had it. Yeah. They could. It's made our cameras lose its charge and made our car turn off. <gasps> it's been investigated by Unsolved Mysteries and it's in ghost storybooks as well. Ooh. Some say it's natural gas that we're seeing or headlights from oncoming cars. Hmm. But if you've seen it, you know. Just something for y'all to look into. Maybe love the shows. Love the show. It's one of my faves. Thanks, Kim. Thanks so much. So basically, this ghost light is a light that appears at random on Bragg Road in Saratoga, Texas during the night. Okay. People say the light appears almost every night. It's a pumpkin-sized orb that floats in the distance. And even if you... That's not going to be a headlight. Pumpkins are big. I know. And if you chase after it... You can't ever catch up to it. Ooh. It's white. It's the will of the wisps. Oh, that, I didn't know you, I'd never heard that before. But yeah, I'll get to that in here. I've never heard the will of the wisps. Okay. So anyway, it's white or light blue. And some say they've seen it change color to green or yellow. Ooh. It disappears as you get close to it. And some have said that it shoots up into the sky. Ooh. Bragg Road 
is an eight mile stretch of dirt road that was once a railroad spur, which I had to go look up. I'm like, I don't even right. know what that is, but it's the short part of a railroad yeah. that like branches off mm-hmm. and dead ends from the main track. And it's now maintained as a park by the county. Oh. So legend has it that the light belongs to the ghost of a railroad employee who was decapitated in a work accident, like Kim said. Oh my gosh. And that he now walks the road every night carrying his lantern, searching for his head forever. Oh, man. Or there is another legend okay. about a bride who disappeared after her wedding. She went for a walk and never returned. Like the corpse bride. And the groom <laughs> the groom picked up a lantern and went looking for her, never giving up until the day he died. And oh. that one... I'm like, I don't understand that legend. It doesn't yeah. make any sense. Did yeah. he just walk and walk and yeah. walk until he died? I don't get it. Or did he go I out like the every, railroad one better. Did he go out every day looking? Yeah. The road itself is straight and lined with tall trees that create like a like a natural canopy tunnel kind of Ooh. with like the trunks and the leaves and the branches overhead. So that makes it really dark at night. I love that. I do too. For people who don't buy into the ghost part of the ghost light, there are other theories about what the light might be. Some people say it's headlights or taillights from cars passing on the adjacent highway. And there's also the theory that it's like swamp gas or a similar natural occurrence. Gotcha. That is referring to a mysterious phenomenon known as the will o' the wisp. And Kara, because (laughs) she is amazing, already knew about it. (laughs) The will o' the wisp is a long documented natural occurrence where certain gases emitted in a swamp are combusted, creating a cool blue flame. The phenomenon has been long documented in wetlands all across the world, and the appearance of fairies, ghosts, and spirits have all been chalked up to the will o' the wisp. Mm-hmm. Those who have seen the will o' the wisp throughout history all say that it looks like a lantern bobbing back and forth yes. as if it was being carried by a person. Mm-hmm. Many say the same thing about the Saratoga light, which explains why both theories about the light involve a ghost carrying a lantern. Yes. The will o' the wisp. This is your science lesson for today. I love it so much. It's caused by the decomposition and organic decay of phosphorus and methane, which can combust when mixed with oxygen. The combustion creates a cool flame, so it does not release heat, and Mm -hmm. that explains the blue color. Yep. The reason it seems to move away is because, like, as you move closer, you kind of, like, agitate the air around it, which causes the gases to move. Mm -hmm. It's like a candle in the breeze. Yeah. At this point, I was like, okay, but... This is a dirt road in Texas, which doesn't sound swampy to yeah. me. I tried Googling everything I could think of to figure out if Bragg Road was a swamp, but I couldn't get anywhere. So I just emailed Kim again. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Kim, listen, tell me more. I'm trying to figure this out. And she said, yes, it's a swampy, marshy area. And she's heard this theory about the will of the wisp, but she, like she said, those yeah. of us who've seen the light know better. But what if that's the decomposition under the ground of those bodies? Of the railroad worker? Yep. Well, wait till I. Okay finish okay there's like it's weird okay okay so i personally am more inclined to believe that people to believe the people who've actually seen it yeah i've never seen it right and the articles i read about the will of the wisp said that it's not something that's been deeply studied by scientists and it's only been recreated in a lab a handful of times apparently most of the research about this phenomenon comes from 19th century observations okay what if that's What's just something guy somebody that made was up? a polymath what what was his name uh, Raffinus. Yeah, what if he came up with that? He probably did. He probably did. He probably came up with a lot of things. Yeah, he did. Then, so that's the Saratoga Brag Light. Okay. So put that on hold. Yes. In your brain for yep. a minute. It's then a we got a voicemail on Anchor from a listener oh named Oh my Rachel. gosh, I didn't even know we could do that. And then we I got did, that and I'd and forgotten about, about it. it. It was so fun. So let's tell you all that real quick. Yes. If you listen to us on Anchor. So you guys know, since you've heard our <laughs> commercial Com- 870,000 yes. times. Um, Anchor sponsors our podcast, but we 
so it's a podcast um, production app, but it's also, you can use it as a like podcast a listening app. Yeah. yeah. Like Marco Polo. So if you listen to our podcast on Anchor, there is a, a thing where you can leave us a voicemail. So, you know, if you don't want to email us, you don't want to message us on Facebook or Instagram or whatever, yeah. you can go to Anchor and actually talk. And yes. it just sends us the voicemail like any other voicemail. Yes. And if you heard us in our last full episode complaining about voicemails, just know that doesn't apply to you to guys. You. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> like we can see who you are leaving us a voicemail. Yeah. I know that you're not calling to tell me about my car warranty. Or yeah. I just think it's fun. And it was fun to hear Rachel's voice. Um, yes. So Rachel, thank you for being the first person to voicemail us. So fun. Okay. So Rachel's voicemail mentioned a ghostly light in the woods in Arkansas. And that you have to go out there and turn off your headlights to see it. And she says that her sister did it and swears that it's real. So when I got that voicemail, I remembered the email and I was like, oh, I bet it's all the same place. But it's yeah. not. So Rachel's in Arkansas. Kim was in Texas. Yes. Okay? So Rachel didn't say this was specific name of this light. But I did a little research and I found two in Arkansas. Whoa. There's the Crossit light and the Gurdon. I meant, you know, as always, I meant Words. to look this up mm-hmm. before I yeah, started. Yeah. We're so the Gurdon ghost light. I'm pretty sure the Crossit light is the one that Rachel's talking about, but I'm going to talk about both anyway mm-hmm. because they're similar. And okay. also this whole thing is just interesting. Right. So the Gurdon, Gurdon, you know, yep. yeah, yeah. light is located in Gurdon, Arkansas. Mm-hmm. And that's about 70 miles, 75 miles south of Little Rock. Okay. The light is outside of town and along a stretch of railroad tracks. Ooh. This light, and I think this is true of all the lights I'm talking about in the side piece, is a real thing. Like the mystery is not, is there a light? Yeah, it's people have seen it. Yeah, what's happening? What's causing it? The Gurdon light has been seen on television and photographed by tourists. Unsolved Mysteries came to town to document it back in 1994. Would you like to know what the legend is to explain the light? Yes, please. Do you want to guess? (laughs) Uh, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I'll give you a hint. The location is still in use by railways, and the way the light moves has been described as the way a lantern looks when a railway worker carries it. Oh. Like, same location and everything in comparison. (laughs) So, the legend for this one can actually be backed up by historic records. Like, we know that, like, the legend that's tied to this is accurate. In 1931, William McLean, a Missouri Pacific... Oh, we have a name. Yes. Okay. A Missouri Pacific Railroad foreman fired Louis McBride. Some sources say the argument was because McBride had sabotaged a section of track and caused a derailment. Others say McBride was asking for more hours and McLean wouldn't give it to him. Whatever happened, McBride killed McLean. Oh, my gosh. A 1932 article from an Arkadelphia paper in Arkansas states that McBride told the sheriff that he killed McLean because McLean accused him of being the reason there was a train accident a few days prior, which I think is referring to the derailment. Yeah. Either way, McLean was beaten to death with a railroad (gasps) spike. And McBride was later sentenced to death by electrocution. And the Gurdon light was actually first documented shortly after he was executed in the 1930s. Right? Yep. So the legend here is that the light is McLean haunting the tracks and carrying the same lantern he would have carried for work. I love this. I know. So it's not like the decapitated head thing, but it is still like a railroad worker who is haunting the railroad. Mm -hmm. There are other theories about the light, like other local legends, but that's the only one that's backed up by an actual documented historical event. Yeah. But another theory is that a railroad, 
Railroad worker. Railroad worker fell onto the path of an oncoming train and he was decapitated. So just like the Saratoga light, there's not a specific name to go with this railroad worker. But still. But it's not out of the realm of possibility that a railroad worker could have been killed there. One of the articles I read said it was pretty common for railway workers to be injured or even killed. So it's possible that one was decapitated. So it's the same legend where it's like he's searching the track for Mm -hmm. his head. This light cannot be seen from the highway. It's a two and a half mile hike to get to the place where people can see it. It is white, blue in color, but sometimes appears more orange. It sways back and forth and moves around. Everything I read about the appearance and movement of this light matches the Saratoga one. It mimics it. Okay. And like the Saratoga one, people like to say the light is just head or tail lights from cars on the nearby highway. So here's the thing. Historians say that the light has been written about and spoken about since before the highway was there. Ooh. Also, this one's been like really studied by people around it. So yeah. a 1980s Arkansas Gazette article says that the nearest interstate to the track is about four miles away. Okay. And a large hill stands in between the tracks and the interstate. So if the light was caused by passing headlights, it would have to be refracted up and over the hill to be visible on the other oh, side. Oh, gosh, yeah. Dr. Charles Lemming is a professor at physics at Henderson State University, and his students did many observations of the light. And one impressive find was that when the light was viewed through filters, the lights never polarized. And this is important because if the light were a mirage, like if it didn't really exist, then it would polarize. Right. So the light is something. Yeah. There's also a theory that suggests stress on the quartz crystals underneath Gardon (gasps) causes them to emit electricity and produce the light. They call this the, oh my God, the piezoelectric, piezoelectric effect. Wow. Yep. The theory is that the New Madrid, New Madrid fault. I think it's New Madrid, even though I want to say New Madrid. It's also the same fault that runs under Kentucky. Oh yeah. yeah. That they say is going to be like the big one one day. Yeah. I used to be in fifth grade. Terrified of it. Terrified. 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 Yeah. That there was going to be an earthquake any minute. Anyway, the theory is that the New Madrid fault, which runs through this area, puts intense pressure on the crystals and squeezes them together which causes them to develop a charge and put off a spark. My issue with that is like, it doesn't sound like a spark from anybody who's ever described it. No, it's not. Yeah. It's not just like a quick beam of light. Mm -hmm. Unless the spark ignites something else in the air and it just doesn't go on. Like gases or something in there. Yeah. But why would it be like all of these like pumpkin shaped? I don't know. Like, I don't don't know. So there's a similar light with a similar story and cross it. And like I said, I think this is the actual one that Rachel was talking about in her voicemail. And for what it's worth, cross it has lots of quartz. Too. Oh, okay. Outside of Crossett, Arkansas, where old railroad tracks used to be, there's an unexplained light that's been consistently seen since the early 1900s. The light floats two to three feet above the ground, but is also said to move into the treetops and sometimes side to side. It disappears when you walk toward it, and it will reappear the same distance away. So just like the others, you can't ever hmm. really get close to it. It ranges in color from yellow to orange to blue or green. Hmm. Guess the legend. Rail wor- <laughs> railroad worker. Mm-hmm. deceased he lost his head in an accident in the early 1900s and walks the tracks to find it so just like the others people try to say this is just car lights but like i said it's been seen since the 1900s and cars weren't real common in the area yeah then. yeah and also like the saratoga light some people say it's swamp gas or that will the wisp phenomenon right so the quartz thing was interesting to me because it was mentioned for both of the arkansas lights so then i tried yeah. to figure out if there was quartz in, in saratoga the only thing I could find <laughs> was this U.S. Geological Survey from 1911 called Geology and Underground Waters of Northeastern Texas. <laughs> and if you're really into that, 
Um, the link is in the show notes. Go Google it. <laughs> it mentioned courts, but it, I don't know that there's anything specifically extraordinary about right. the amount of courts in the area versus another area. And I'm also not sure that Saratoga would be considered northeastern Texas because Kim in her email specifically said southeast Texas. So right. I don't know that. I just wanted now to basically tell you I did like some research. Google courts near like railways because. Well, right. Well, yeah, like that's what, hey, let me finish this very last okay. paragraph and then, yeah. So yeah, yeah, Texas yeah. and Arkansas are right next to each other. But when I look up Saratoga, it's closer to Louisiana. Oh, and Arkansas. Yeah, yeah. In my head, I was like, what if they're all like right on the border together? Yeah. But they're not. Um, Cross it is in the southern corner of Arkansas, but not on the Texas side. Okay. And then Cross it and Gurdon are not all that close to each other. If anything, you could say that they're all reasonably close to Louisiana. Right. But not all that close to each other. I mean, so, Louisiana's as haunted as yeah. all get out. So, But the thing <laughs> I find most interesting is the railroad. It's yes. like they're all around railroads. Yeah. It's so weird. So they're like maybe, you know, back when the railroads were being made, like they were just like digging those spikes into the ground, you know, like yeah. leveling things out that, to where that, they did hit certain things in the ground to where you it know, would release any, swamp gas yeah. or quartz. Quartz, yeah. Like maybe both into where the shock or whatever from the quartz hits the swamp gas and it like creates that. But I still like the haunted theory. I like the haunted. Well, yeah. and also, like I said, it is fairly common for railroad workers to be hurt. Yeah. Yeah. And on the job. So the fact that there could be multiple. Yes. Like the fact that all the legends are the same doesn't mean that. Yeah. Know, that doesn't discredit them. Right. Uh, I just think it's really interesting. Well, and also like I've heard people say, will of the wisps, you know, our fairies and mm-hmm. our spirits and our things like. Oh, yeah. That's what you. I was thinking earlier is like, what if they have just like scientists came up with this um, explanation? They're like, oh, it's just Because it couldn't possibly be anything magical. Yeah. Um, because like I said, they've only been able to recreate the will of the wisp effect. A couple of times. A handful a- of times. So. That's interesting to me, too. Yeah. They're not studying it real hard. Right. So I, I'm not sure they can really say. Yeah. So that's it. I love those stories. Ghost Yay. I, I thought it was great. Yay. Thank you guys for sending that in. I really, really love those. And if you have any story ideas for us, they can be anything in the world. Yeah. Like, like we've said, we want to hear every weird story you've got. Oh, yeah. We love turning <laughs> those into Tuesday side pieces. Um, you can email us at witchesmagicmurdermystery uh-huh. at gmail.com. Uh, shoot us an Instagram message. Same place. Or you can leave us a voicemail on Anchor. Yeah, or something on Facebook, yeah. too. We get messages all over the place from you guys, which is totally fine. Just keep yeah, on sending them. Okay, yeah. we'll all talk right. to you later. All right, goodbye. Goodbye.